book and friends to a magical storybook adventure. Today we will read you the story of Verbal Discharge. Verbal Discharge. The world's third to best radio show. Not about squids. Catch up at verbaldischarge.co.uk Once upon a time, there was a young boy and his name was Robbie. Hello, I'm a young boy and my name's Robbie. An old boy I can't wait to go on a quest and possibly develop as a character and learn some moral lessons that I can take forward into childhood now, and potentially adulthood as well. Now Robbie was on a quest. Old boy, I'm on a quest. To go deliver some pastries to his grandmother, Old boy, James. I can't wait to deliver my pastries to my grandmother, James. Hello, my grandmother, James. How are you? Oh, Thank you, it's, it's me, it's his grandmother James. Oh, it's so hard being a grandmother, being being in the hospital. We've all been there, especially now with the cuts to the NHS and all the doctors being off. Have you? None can, of them are here, the strike's always on. Let's have a serious conversation about euthanasia. <laughs> let's. Please kill me. <laughs> Please put me down. <laughs> And but little did Robbie know, uh, in the woods was uh, a big bad uh, animal. And his um, name, and, well, and his name was Ben. Oh boy, grandmother! I really sure am glad that there's no big bag animals nearby. Oh, it, it, it's funny you, sh- you should mention that, that the little, little boy Robbie, because I'm looking out of the window and oh, I'm here. Know, what's that? I'm standing outside. Oh. How's it going? Hey, can, you let, can you let me in? Oh shit! Can you let me in? Oh please! I'm not a big bad animal. It's, come it's on. Just the Jehovah's Witness. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm he, Jehovah's Witness. Can I just come in for a cup looks, of tea? He looks. He looks. Thoroughly horrible. Should we let him no, in? No, no, I'm, I'm fine, honest. I'm, 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 I'm alright, guys. Yes, why don't yeah, I yeah. let him in? He doesn't sound trustworthy, Robbie. Um, That's so exactly just, why I want to let him just in. Just let me in. He sounds like an interesting character. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, I, I don't know why you discriminate against me. Well, just because well, I'm a hairy monster, I'm a hairy animal. People discriminate against me like that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Grandmother James, I I feel that you need to recognise the fact guys, that they're all listening. racist. Let me in. There are people listening to this story that want it to develop. So what we need to do is ignore logic and let the big bad wolf in. And now I'm, 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 ba- I'm, I'm just a big bad animal. Big, big bad, bad animal. animal. Well, let the massive version of the Muppet in. Well, if, if, if not for the sake of the general narrative cohesion, I, I suppose we'll just have to let let the beastie in. Okay, are you let me in? I'm letting you in. Okay, well, cool. I'm letting you in. Okay, oh, cool. Oh shit! It's in the house it's, now. This is the door open. I've got a fucking knife. I'm going to kill you all. Oh no! <laughs> Told you so. <laughs> what? Do you have a fork as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, what's, I'm gonna eat you. What's your motivation? Um, just, I'm just bored. <laughs> Fair enough. That's why I came to deliver pastries. She, she doesn't even like pastries. See, I, see, I, I don't want to eat the pastry. I'm just, just wanted to fucking, I just, just, just stab some falls. You, you know what, little big, big scary beast I'm a big from the animal. woods. I'm a big bad animal. You, you remind me of a younger version of myself. It was oh. the 1980s and my community was being torn <laughs> apart by Thatcher. <laughs> we didn't know what to do or ah, where to look. The biggest, all, baddest animal of all. All we could do was rebel. And they called us punks and we, we put on our boots and we were just rebelling against the establishment and that's why we had to stamp on all those foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 a, what a riveting story. Yeah. I'm going to fucking stab you. Oh, Whoa. You've imparted nothing from this lesson. <laughs> No, to be honest, I wasn't. I wasn't actually listening. It was sort of just going just over my head, really. I mean, I can't really relate because I'm just a big bad animal. I, I've got no sort of social context in my head. I, I didn't. I don't know what Thatcher is. You know, I wasn't there for the whole pump move. I've just been living in the woods this entire time. Honestly, I've just got like I just found this knife. Like, I first didn't know what to do with it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Now, like, I know it's for how, stabbing. How did, you, how did you find out? Because normally most people use it for um, nice, nice things. Oh like, yeah. No, no, because I'm, I'm a big, I'm, I'm a big bad animal. Yeah, because like uh, whatever I'm going to use it for is going to be people, malcontent. Most really, people, most people use it for like making. You could just make like really horrible tarts with it. Wow, well, give them to people. You've convinced could, like, me. I've changed oh. my ways. Oh, fantastic! I'm, I'm not a bad, big bad animal anymore. I'm a big neutral animal. <laughs> yeah, you haven't gone all the way. Um, what an inspirational moving story that yeah, was. Yeah, that was charming. Well, I... The ends. Oh, well, the, I, I, feel, I feel we've all learned a lot. I feel there's some life lessons we can impart from that. What yeah. was the moral of that story? Um, bake nasty tarts and you'll yeah. be a better person. And oh, you'll be better than Thatcher. Always discriminate against big bad animals. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, except for the sake of narrative cohesion. Of in course. In which case, let them in. Are we going to introduce ourselves in, in actuality and not in storybook form? 
Yeah, well, funnily enough, we've already given all of our names directly. But people would just be like, oh, it's just just using fake names. Like, so Grandmother James. Uh, hi, it's, it's it's me, James. I'm not a grandmother in real life. That was that was just a, a trick. You you were fooled. You you've been. I I spun a yarn, and boy, did you believe it. <laughs> uh, my name's Robbie, and this week I horrifically embarrassed myself by accidentally showing a a, a guy that worked at the cinema my Lib Dem membership card by mistake. Penis. No, worse than, that. Them, <laughs> worse than that. I showed them my lived in membership card. Oh, boy. I would, I would just embarrassing. Than, I'm like, let me tell you, my penis looks ridiculous. It yeah. is, it it's, is it's, really it's flat, it's yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like my lived in membership yeah, card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Clegg's face on Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, you were regretting that tattoo now, or? No, never. Nick Clegg on never. Your, I on stand your, by that on tattoo. On your shaft. I stand by that tattoo. Like, just I like did, Nick Clegg was shafted by Cameron. Tell you what, much like Nick Clegg, as he said in the news recently, my penis won't talk to... Michael Grove either. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, I basically they asked to see my 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 cinema card to prove that I was <laughs> clearly they were new. Um, they didn't recognise me, and I accidentally showed them my Libda membership card, and I went, oh, no, 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 you didn't see that, you didn't see that. Um, <laughs> just and the, uh, shaking their heads. Everyone on the tills who were all staunch conservatives just laughed about shaking their heads. <laughs> there they were trying to cut the arts funding from the inside. Trying to take down the cinemas from their own game. Uh, and who's the other person? Hi, I'm Ben. And um, in lieu of thinking of anything interesting to say about me that's happened this week, I am, in fact, a little bit hungover. Are you? So there's that. Oh, that makes a nice change for you. Yeah. What, what were you doing? Some exciting stuff last night, were you? Or? Um, well, well what, did, what did they do last night? Um, oh, I don't remember, so... Was that? Well, <laughs> that'll be why. We what an yeah, exciting yeah. story! It wasn't exciting. It was a it was a self-destructive rampage. Fun for all the that. ages. Fun for all the facts. Fun for all the facts. Fun for all the facts. Fun facts. Hey, if you want fun though, why not next week, a week today as we're recording this, but it'll be less than a week if you're listening to this, which you are. Then why not come along to the Maypole Cafe Bound Theatre on the 15th of September? Wait a second, isn't that where we are right now? What crazy! Yeah, but, but chances are the listeners aren't. Yeah, I know. I mean, that where we are recording right now. Yeah. So you'll get the re- 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 residue, that residual energy of that magic we've left behind right now. Yeah. Like, it, it hangs around after a week. It's like he's got a half life. So what's going on next week? What's going on at the Maple next well, week? Well, it's funny you should mention that, Robbie, because on the fifteenth of September, on the Thursday, starting at half seven, verbal discharge, as in us, are presenting. Hey. Verbal Discharge is One Night Degree, where we're going to get the entire university experience and distill it down into a couple of hours mm. of top quality comedy content. And instead of paying a huge tuition fee, which you'll be paying off for the rest of your life, or at least the next 30 years before it's wiped, five mm. quid. Yeah. Five quid. Yeah. You can argue with that. Yeah. Just turn up on the door, give us the relevant dosh, we'll let you in, and you can come and enjoy some wonderful wisdom from us. It'd be absolutely wonderful, and uh, well, you, you won't have, even have to take out a loan unless you know you, Barclays do loans of five pounds. <laughs> they should, yeah, they should because I could pay that back. Yeah, yeah. of course. Like, like, please, just turn up and just go. You got a pound, mate? Just turn up. <laughs> Excuse me, mate. I'm sorry to bother you. I need it for the bus. Can, can I just spot a spot a fiver? I just need twenty p. Give, give it you back. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna go to all the uh, uh, all the beggars in town who uh, asked me for a pound and like um, and ask for the money back. <laughs> and and start just like rack up my investments. Alone. I, I'm going to give him an invoice and say that actually um, over the over the years. Um, in uh, first year, like shortly after I uh, came to university, hmm. um, as some of you may well remember, as in Ben and Robbie and maybe anyone else who's listening and has been from Derby, um, there is a Sainsbury's on Nun Street, and right hmm. next to the hey, cash machine is. outside, there's, there's generally a homeless person. Yeah, there's just one woman who was there, um, and the first few times I went out to the cash machine, I get my money out, go about my business. She'd ask me for change, you wouldn't have any. So one day, I've got this big sack of change that I've stored, just small change, count yeah. out, came to about eight pounds, um, and I thought, you know what? I should. I'm, I'm not going to be selfish with this. I'm not going to take it to the bank or one of those coin star machines. I'm going to go and give it to that woman. Mm. So I went out with my little bag full of change and I gave it to her and I said, "I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know how much is in there, but, but I hope that goes a long way." And she was like, "Oh no, thank you. That was, that was brilliant. I, I can get some chips with this. You've, you've made my day." And I was like, "No worries. No, felt really good about myself. It was fine." And then an hour later, I saw a smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> 
Huh. This is like, like, oh, chips. They say chips. I meant crack. <laughs> was that, sorry, sorry is that, is, do you call them chips? <laughs> I, I call it crack. Have you got any crack? Some good old, like, I mean, I have fish and crack all the time. <laughs> you know, yeah. just like you go along, you batter up some crack, yeah. and you smoke it through your, your fish crack pipe. Do you think, do you, think you could batter your crack? Fish your crack fish crack pipe. pipe. Yeah, it's a crack pipe made of a fish. <laughs> We've all been there. When, when, when you're a sailor and you're out on the ocean and there's there's you nothing just, to smoke crack but, through. But like, but you've got you've got enough crack, but you haven't like, brought... Like, <laughs> Yeah, 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 oh yeah. damn it! You haven't brought the necessary tin foil to make a pipe. I brought all this crack and nothing to smoke it with. I guess I'm gonna have to smoke it out of a fish then. <laughs> a fish bong. Do you think a fish has to be? Do <laughs> you think a fish has to be alive? What to smoke crack? Yeah, it. yeah, like, do you, do you like. But the problem is that actually no, well, it was just the bonus that because the gills are sort of permeated all over the skin, yeah. it means it comes out through several dozen holes. Yeah, then it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's like a group experience. Like but then all, all, all the other sailors can put their mouths on it. I, mean, I didn't even. I was just selfish. I was like, no, but then all your crack smoke is escaping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't consider the possibility that all the other sailors could. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gang then, then, then it's yeah. like a, it's like a party crack pipe. Then. No, you need to use like a proper swordfish. Yeah, like, really long, like a swordfish. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and sort of everyone like sits around like big group experience, group bonding experience. I wonder what a rich motherfucker has turned a swordfish into a pipe. Probably. I bet someone has in the fucking 18th century. Oh, so I was thinking that'd be really bad for your ventilation if you got a swordfish for a pipe, like just pumping all your gas through. <laughs> Except <laughs> might, might have done that as well. <laughs> but it's like just like just um, just an empty section of pipe, and we just stuck like a, a, the one bit of the pipe for a swordfish's arsehole, <laughs> and the one cup just coming out of his mouth. Who was your favourite pop singer turned Doctor Who companion? Because mine was Billy Swordfisher. Swordfish. Of the yeah. <laughs> Who's Billy Swordfisher? Piper. Oh, The, the Pied Swordfisher oh, of Hamlet. Sorry, that, 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 uh, that's such a stretch. Other, other pipe-based gags. Um, of course, fam- what's that famous piece of philosophy that this is not a swordfish? Sessie made part of swordfish. swordfish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or um, sometimes a pipe is just a pipe. When yes. uh, when Sigmund, Sigmund Freud was rationalising uh, the fact he wanted to fuck his mum. <laughs> yeah. so, um, um, no, no, it doesn't apply to so me. It was, uh, hey, Ben, oh. speaking of Sigmund Freud, um, and also wanting to fuck your mum, I believe that you're preparing something interesting for the uh, for the live show next week. Yeah, I'm preparing you? to fuck your mum. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, that was, that, was, that was unnecessarily sort of aggressive. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean that personally. It, it, it was more of a more of an idea of a mum rather than your actual mum. But that's so, that, yeah. that's the thing though. Like like whenever you say that you want to fuck someone's mum, it's yeah. not you're not talking about their actual mum. It's, it's it's more of a it, it's, it's a spirit, it's a metaphorical mum. Yeah, it's an attack on the the, the idea, yeah, the notion of your mother. Yeah, that from whence you came. But um. <laughs> Uh, I'm doing this psychology presentation in mm. our one night degree based on the merits I actually got a U in A level psychology. <laughs> I'm doing a business one based on the fact that I managed to get relatively far in the process for the junior apprentice. Yeah, you did. I, I was very almost on the junior apprentice. Despite you nearly met business. through lying. I lied about knowing about business and I got pretty far and then they fact checked me and found out I knew nothing and I sort of fumbled. Oh boy. And I think in hindsight I probably could have pulled it off and gone, oh yeah, well I got this far, didn't I? I said, well, and sort of had a bit of a breakdown when they worked out. Oh, oh god! Yeah. I, I just like the fact you lied your way into it. It's great. <laughs> and you nearly got to meet Donald Trump. I know, or but Alan Sugar. Yeah. Um, and I will be doing a uh, short lecture on fashion, which I uh, now know slightly more about than I did last week because I've, I've watched some documentaries on iPlayer. Um, and it turns out fashion's pretty complicated. Um, and I'm John Reynolds, and I'm doing sports science. Look, in retrospect, I don't think it's fair because Jordan knows quite a lot about sport and probably a fair bit about science. Yeah. So he's got like eight hundred A levels, so chances are one. Yeah, he probably yeah, yeah. knows something about one. He, of them. he has every A level. He actually got. Yeah. Like, I mean, because of the fact he's about fifty years old, um, he's had the time to get every A level. He's got all of his fucking OCR and like AQA. Uh, he's got, his, like, he's like, got his they're, all, they're all they're all sewed into his jumper like a Cubs like little, little <laughs> yeah. stickers that you get. Not, not stickers. Why would they be that small? Why would the certificates be like that like three? They're not. Tall? It's just really impractical. He's, he's got like a really really just long jacket. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like scales. Yeah. Of certificates. That'd be kind of cool actually. It's, it's like sort of like a wedding dress length where it's got like a train on the back of it. Yeah. Where it's just like loads and loads of certificates. This is actually quite a cool idea. I know. Right. Start off jokingly. <laughs> right down to his World Book Day certificate from when he was eight. Oh man! I used to get a spelling certificate at school. I think mm. I've, I've still got like a folder full of ones like where I'd uh, I get I get called up in assembly because I was like the best speller in school. <laughs> I used to when I was in primary school. We got certificates if you had like a, a bump on the head. 
You'd be given like a piece of card. With well your name done, saying, dickheads. Like, it'd have a picture of Mr. Bump from the Mr. Man, oh, and wow. it would say, <laughs> "It just passive aggressively just says, well done.'" Yeah. <laughs> it said, "Sort of this. This goes to, and it say you write your name, say Robbie Owen, who went to the doctor or the nurse uh, needing, and it say like he hit his elbow on a piece so of string." So would, would the school nurse give you the certificate? Yeah. Or was your t- what they just give you a they certificate you, every time they sort of write that and give it to you. And so I had so many of those. I would walk into Windows just so I could get one. Because <laughs> I, I was just about yeah, to say, would, would that attend. not encourage like, yeah. self-harm to an extent amongst the children? I think the idea is to go, it's okay when you're hurt. You, yeah. you can get back up. There's, there's positives to every situation. <laughs> it's it's sp- like, no, I'm going to hit my head repeatedly on a wall until I get six Mr. Bump certificates. Did, one for every did it say something like, um, congratulations Robbie for being a big brave boy? Yeah, yeah. Is that that one? Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. That was the idea. That was the gist, if not. I think part of the idea was, as well was the fact you could take it home to your parents and you go, look at me, aren't you proud of me? I hit my head on a window. Aren't you proud of and your go, stupid son? <laughs> oh, you've, you've hurt yourself. We should yeah. take you to the doctor. Does everybody remember the like um, congratulations for participating stickers you'd get on mm. school sports days? Actually, that's what I, I once came first in a school sports day event. What was when? I, I won the egg and spoon race. I was thinking of the egg and spoon race. Like, there's nowhere else you can, you'd really do the egg and spoon race outside of that. You can't really do it professionally, can you? <laughs> no. But it's not in the Olympics. They should put it in the Paralympics. It should yeah, be, yeah. Though. It should be, though. It should be in the Paralympics just started. That should be a Paralympic event. Yeah. Because it's for people that can't quite make the Olympics. I remember we didn't even, <laughs> we didn't even use real eggs when we did the egg and spoon no. race. We used, like, plastic eggs. Plastic really? Eggs. Yeah. We use real eggs. <laughs> this hard up north, the gritty reality of Macclesfield using real eggs. <laughs> Having actual eggs. Yeah. Oh, look at you up north with your eggs. Uh, that drops on the floor. Eggshell everywhere. Dangerous for kids. Don't mind. Let them stick on the eggshell. There was, was, was an excess of eggs in Macclesfield because like, Macclesfieldian mothers actually like sort of just like crawl just up walls and eggs. spew eggs everywhere. Yeah. They do. They in small matter. And hiss it intruders. It's also all you've got to eat. Yeah. Eggs and bread. So... <laughs> Hey, we've also got a really nice pie shop. <laughs> of course you have. We do. I am um, called have. Lord of the Pies. That's, nice. that's pretty and good. And it's, it's pretty good. The pies are pretty good. I wouldn't go as far as saying they're the Lord of the Pies because mm. like, it's quite a broad category. There's a lot of mm. people that make pies. But for what it's worth, Lord of the Pies in Macclesfield is pretty good. Also, give me free pies. <laughs> I was once talking to someone who uh, was a conversation about The Godfather. Or someone said, my favourite film is The Godfather. Mm. And someone else in the conversation said... Isn't that a chip shop? Because the they had they had a chip shop near their home called the Codfather, and they didn't know for eighteen nineteen years that it was a play on the Godfather. Oh wow. my god! They just thought it was that was the name so of it. That's a weird name. That, <laughs> that, the Cod's not my dad. <laughs> but what if it was? Well, oh. the, 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 this pie doesn't preside over me from a regal standpoint. What the fuck's this? <laughs> It's just like um, it's just a it's just a fish that always refuses to tell you that it's proud of you. <laughs> oh, I was getting a bit too real there, Ben. <laughs> the fish went out to buy a new toy when you were eight. It doesn't come back. <laughs> so it's just that fish is just at the shop. <laughs> back. Or you've got a dad that closes down between two and seven. <laughs> just doesn't do anything. Do a little just break. Closes down emotionally. Yeah. For five hours a day. For upwards of 20 years. Squave, 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 squave. The beautiful country of Wales. It is, if you keep walking west from where we are right now, you will eventually come across Wales. It is a country, and like some countries, it has its own language. And it's, it, it shares its name with a large... Uh, subspecies of sea dwelling mammal. Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah, a whale. Yeah, yeah. we default it. Well, plural, multiple S- ma- mammals. Cetaceans are whales to you and me. And if you're having a really, really good time there, you could be saving to have an, uh, no, a really nice time. time. Hey, oh, they say that all the time. Whales, they say, oh, I'm having a really nice time. I am. Hey, so uh, I'm speak- having a whales of a time. So speaking of whales, um, there's an Englishman, there's a Welshman, and there's an Indian man. Yeah. Um, and they're all in a maternity ward, uh, and they're all waiting there, there to receive their kids. Yeah. Uh, and there's three I kids. The punchline. There's three kids in the room. Yeah. Um, and the doctor comes in and he says, oh, "I'm really sorry. There's been a terrible mix-up. Uh, we've <laughs> lost all the documentation with these babies. We don't know whose baby is whose." And the, the the sorry the Englishman immediately runs and he grabs the brown baby and starts to run. <laughs> and the doctor shouts after him. He says, "No, no, wait! That that baby's brown. It might not be yours." And he shouts back, "Yeah, but there's no fucking chance I'm having a Welsh son." I, I, I see. 
Whenever I've heard the same joke, it's the other way around. So it's the Welshman going, oh, I'm not an English kid, I am not. Oh, never. Um, that, Joke I say that back to your caves, you fucking Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought my joke was going to go in a completely different direction. Like The, the guy just picks up the brown baby and starts running. <laughs> There's no fucking chance I'll let this one in the country. <laughs> whoa, whoa. No, but that's the direction I thought it was going in. That's why my head was like, oh, is, no. is ironic racism still racism? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, it's, it's the direction I thought it was going in. I wasn't like, saying, like, this, this was a joke I was making. Oh, right, okay. But in doing so, did but, you not make that joke? By proxy, I guess. I guess. But I guess. in their, their caves in which the Welsh dwell, uh, yeah. I can say that it's fine because most of the blood in my body is Welsh. Mm-hmm. Um, I have discovered, I have discovered, um, in their caves, many Welsh people speak Welsh what no way yeah like you hear it through the tunnels all echoing yeah Headley. Okay. Uh, before we do this can I just check do either of you speak fluent Welsh I absolutely do absolutely okay yeah. um, can you say for me in Welsh I am a turtle that's, that's it, that's, that's it. That's phlegm in a Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Welsh is. <laughs> Close enough. Do you want to hear my Welsh? Raff Headley Popty Ping Gok Yeah, yeah, it was a slow microwave. Mm. Um, <laughs> Wait, it was a slow police microwave <laughs> from that place with the name that nobody can pronounce. The, the award, Ru- Robbie should know. It's an award winning cop drama, the slow police microwave. It solves crimes, it tracks down. You know what? Else. I tune into that every week. I do, I do. So does the microwave itself. It's that advanced. Um, <laughs> Pop so yeah, ping. In Wales, they have a channel in which people exclusively talk Welsh. Oh, yeah. Which is the channel... G4C. S4C. Oh, shit. Oh. Close enough. Wait, isn't, isn't G4C a, like, a security firm? Probably. Wait, so what's, Probably. What, what's BBC Alba then? Is that... That's a Scottish. That's Scottish. Oh, Scottish okay. Gaelic. Yeah. Oh. But S4C or Espedalek, which is Welsh for S4C. Yeah. The fourth channel, uh, which is an imaginative name for it. Um, <laughs> they they communicate exclusively in Welsh. Yeah. And I thought, seeing as we've just established that neither of you speak Welsh. You mean that we speak fluent Welsh? Perfectly. Sorry. Okay, seeing as you, know, seeing as you both speak fluent Welsh, just as I speak fluent French, yeah. um, we shall... Would, would you care to uh, give us some of that? Go on, go and ask me anything, and I can tell you what it is in French. Right. Tell me, Robbie, give me the directions... To the nearest library in French. Oh, the bibliothèque. Oh, if you turn the corner. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I got that wrong. If you do the corner de turn, there is corner de turn. The corner of turn. There is une bibliothèque. Just, just une bibliothèque sitting there, and it is le grand. There you are. That meant Fucking wow. if you turn the corner, there's a big library. Oh my god! When, just... when when are the French going to uh, contact Robbie to complain at some point? Because you have you have done a real number on them. Well, you're going to do the same for the Welsh. Oh. Um, <laughs> I already have. So I've been I've been familiar with uh, the rugby season started again last week, which means yeah. that I've been familiar all over again with S4C. Yeah. Um, and much of the programming. Lecture so, many referees lately. I've been <laughs> I've been looking over their schedule. Yeah. And I've picked out a number of clips. Okay. And I want you to, listening to this clip of someone speaking Welsh, tell me what they mean, what is going on in this clip from a okay. programme on S4C. Okay, we okay. can do that. So I'm going to play you the first clip and I want you to try and work out what this individual is saying. Okay? Are okay. Right, I my assumption based purely on Mr. Clipperclop yeah. would be that they were introducing a program <laughs> about, about a talking horse who works at an accountancy firm. <laughs> Um, and every morning, Mr. Clipperclop, he uh, he gets up and he, he runs down the street with his briefcase, which he can't quite hold because he's got hooves. Um, and he goes to his boring job. And then it's like 20 minutes of him just uh, filing forms and then, and then the program ends. He was talking about um, about the, the Welsh christening method, which is to, uh, to, to dip your child in the, uh, in the tar mines of Cardiff. 
and then uh, and then you bring it back out and name the child Mr. Clipperclop, and that's why <laughs> the, everyone in Wales is called Mr. Clipperclop. <laughs> I've always wondered that. Like, yeah, I didn't yeah. Well, that. Some, yeah, some history for yeah. us there. <laughs> yeah, some context. James, you weren't a million miles away. Um, it's from a children's cartoon, a Welsh language children's cartoon made in Wales called Bodge. No, oh, not Mr. Clip. Is Mr. Clipperclop? Mr. Clipperclop is a supporting character. In really? Yes. yes. Oh, wow. Is he a horse? Yes, he's a horse. Nice. Oh, yes. Does he work at an accountancy firm? I I don't know. <laughs> do you want to know? Bodge. Do you want to know what that meant? Literally translated what Mr. Clipperclop just said. Okay. Oh, is it Mr. Clipperclop who spoke? And Mr. Clipperclop speaking. Okay, what do you think Mr. Clipperclop was saying, knowing he's a horse in a children's cartoon? <laughs> what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> Can't wait to dip my child in the tar pits. <laughs> uh, what he said was. Every shoe must end with something spectacular. I used to compete. Lampita, 1984. Mr. Clipperclop, the folk dancing champion. <laughs> what? <laughs> Every shoe must end with something spectacular. Every shoe must end. Every shoe must end. This is just going off their subtitles, the English translation okay. subtitles. It's got to be like... Do you mean show? No, presumably it means horseshoe. Oh, okay. Which would be used during events. So. Oh... Though I do remember once watching a rugby match with the English language subtitles on for the commentary. Yeah. And they said, this is a very difficult kick for James Hook. Um, so, no. That's what really meant to say, but it said, this is a very difficult cake for James Hook. Always <laughs> <laughs> struggling to get through this one. <laughs> is that man versus food? So, I was halfway through the cake challenge and I was already starting to sweat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do we want the second clip? Yeah, go on. Give okay. us another. So, this one... Is from Henor, which is basically Henor. S4C's. Hello! Henor! It's basically S4C's answer to the one show. Sort of oh. really like miles, like yeah. mid afternoon entertainment. Like the most sort of popular biros in Welsh. <laughs> exactly. In Wales. So, um, this is a trailer for what they've got coming up after the break. So, can you tell me what they're trailing? Okay? So, where did Hospicebion be Roddy Davis and men that died at Benigi and Wellwood? He gan on an Arian and a Bafti Brenhinol, nay Royal Mint and Shanty Sant. Ak Vigoni Hannes business now even a gosh showing. Um, well, um, Roddy Davis yeah. is going to be uh, uh, digging up rare minerals from the grounds and he'll show you how you can too. <laughs> Um, I think that this program, uh, this episode of what's it called? Henor. This episode of Henor um, is actually uh, an ex- exploration of the presenters' plans to print their own currency, <laughs> um, which which will be called the Shinny Bean. Um, <laughs> Um, and it's just basically just polished beans. <laughs> just shiny beans. Just really shiny shiny beans. beans. James, again, you're actually really close. Really? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay, I can't no. be. <laughs> after the, what she said was, after the break, Rodri Davis, who's one of the presenters, okay. um, will, enjoy a, will enjoy a tour of the Royal Mint. Hey! Yeah. So, as in, where they go and make currency. Oh. So you're, you're really close. How I, 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 I got close with the name. Yeah. Yeah, it, there we it, go. She literally said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I translated it from Welsh, but it's the same word. Um, yeah, so he's... And I watched the footage. They basically... They literally just had a bloke go round on a visitor's tour of the Royal Mint and it just showed, like, the tour guide giving you a tour of the Royal Mint. He was doing it in English as well. And this guy was sort of sat there going in Welsh... It's a really good tour, this. You should come to London. <laughs> um, and the next bit was she then said, I will also be hearing a new bakery business in West Wales, which where they maybe do cheese and bean pasties. Who so, knows? Who knows? So maybe beans tie in as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite impressed with my performance so yeah. far. Maybe, maybe I, I'm a native Welsh speaker and I don't even know. <laughs> what is the, uh, what's the Welsh word for bakery again? Bakerotatok! No, pop tears oven. Should we hear the next clip? Yes. yes. Okay. So this is a trailer for a new... This is the advert trailer for a new show starting on S4C this week. Can you tell me what it is? Can you try and work out what the show is? Right, okay. Okay. My name's Sergei Edrich Drosich Esquith. Van Nigel Owens, I grew at Gruydir. And the Varni of Sadani, a Cymru, and game and Bacho Huil. Cymru's Newy. Wait in game. Then go here. Arras per arras. Um, it's a uh, it's advertising uh, a very sort of like sixties Batman style show, as you can tell. Sort of like sort of, it sounds like the mm-hmm. Bat Signal, but it stars a squid whose name I've forgotten from what I listened to. There's also a gay man in it. Yeah, I did, I did, I did hear him say "gay man." <laughs> 
Um, I believe that this is uh, an advert promoting um, a new program about a series of anthropomorphic bikers. Anthropomorphic bikers. Well, that, wait, wait. What's the word for if if they're animals and they're anthropomorphic? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I was right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you made you worried me then. I so was like, they, wait, what wait if a I'm... minute. But bikers are already. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, well, they're, they're animals. They're anthropomorphic but, animals, but they're bikers. They're anthropomorphic animals that are also bikers. Not, right, not, they're, they're not, not biker mice from Mars. Not, not unlike the biker mice from Mars. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Except that. they're not they're not all mice. One of them is um, a ser- like a shit ton of mice in a coat. <laughs> but um, but the, the the rest of them are like hippos and like one uh. one of them's a crocodile. And they all ride around on their bikes and they get into hijinks. And in one of the episodes. Um, uh, which we heard a little bit of there. They try and rob a ladder factory, but they're all, they're looking around for all the staff to hold them up. They can't find them, but nobody's looking up because that's where all the staff have gone. They've gone up the ladders. <laughs> and what? It's hilarious, let me tell you. It sounds it. Oh boy, it sounds entertaining. I can't wait to learn Welsh to watch that. Um, what does it mean? What it actually what it really was, mean? the actual show, is a game show slash chat show hybrid hosted by Nigel Owens, a rugby referee. <laughs> Who is, as you said then though, yeah. he is openly gay. Yeah, they, so, they, you're they, not many miles away. Did it say a gay man? I don't know. I, I very clearly heard that. Hosted by a gay man. <laughs> as though that's a huge novelty in Wales. <laughs> and what an actual a, homosexual. The only big thing in Wales. Uh, so yeah, you... Well, what, what, what a dated sitcom reference there. Not sitcom, sketch show. I know. Um, the next clip is from uh, a long-running Welsh soap opera, Popular Come. Popular cum. Popular cum. <laughs> yeah. so, so it sounds like a lifestyle magazine about semen. Just like, wow, this is all the popular cum. Oh, this month is really fashionable to decorate your semen with feathers. <laughs> Spunk today. <laughs> you know, what you do is like, like you, you ejaculate on a piece of paper in the shape of a cuckoo and then you just throw feathers at it and see if they stick. Loads weekly. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, the fucking, the word load in reference <laughs> to semen. Um, I'm going to pay particular attention to this clip of Poblacum. Poblacum. Never going to unhear that. Never going to unhear that. Okay. Christmas bath? Nah. We're off. Okay, go on then. What are you doing, buddy? Ta-da, No staff. Oh, I'll pop it to bed and check on my head. Great. Well, head? Pigeons. The funny thing is, I, I don't speak fluent Welsh, but I can listen to that and I understand exactly what they said almost word for word. Oh. Um, so I'm interested in, I would like the two of you to try and do, recreate the dialogue, but in English. So what was just said? Okay, Chris bag. <laughs> Boy, that was a, a great Welsh orgy we just had. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. Uh, we, we actually formed the shape of a dragon with our bodies. <laughs> it, was, it was like a regular orgy, but there were dragons. There and, were dragons. And there pasties were pasties everywhere. Oh, and really affordable beachside holidays. <laughs> and, and, and everyone was like spitting on each other with the word gargling sounds and making the throats by speaking a Welsh language. Well, see you later. Bye. <laughs> Pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was that, were we, were we spot on? You, you were relatively close. Yeah. The actual translation is crisps, Barry. Oh. No. <laughs> and I, I, know it's a, I thought it was a crisp packet. The one just goes, nah. <laughs> the one said, no, I am leaving. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so that would have been close. Uh, to which then the next person around the table, they're at a pub. Oh, the pub quiz has just finished. Oh yeah. Um, the next one then says, "Bye, Barry." Then the next one says, "Bye, Barry. Good night." <laughs> and then the next one, then the guy that said Johnson Crisps, Barry, says, "Don't forget to check on the girls for me, will you, Barry?" To which Barry replies, "Yep." <laughs> and then once then Barry goes <laughs> this is just an interesting conversation like. Barry's shot off right and then uh, the, the the lady that says bye Barry then says girls to which the guy replies pigeons <laughs> so that's, that's that, that makes no coherent sense <laughs> no. although Barry didn't want any crisps why, why was the last word in a, in a Welsh accent just, it just broke into Welsh pigeon yeah. But it's amazing ha, ha, ha. if you ever watch S4C, then yeah. 
because 90% of the words are in Welsh and sound like nonsense and gibberish as you're hearing here yeah. but then every now and again we would like pigeon that there isn't a Welsh word for <laughs> so they would just say it in English instead the Welsh word we should come up with is, should be like pigeon um, it's, it's, like, it's like in Japanese when, like, when we, take, we take stuff from the English language and scrambled eggs just become scrambleroo <laughs> What's what's the Japanese term for King Kong? it's literally King Kongu. <laughs> Um, so, this next clip is from uh, last week's Evening News broadcast Ooh. in Wales. So, can you tell me what the headline is? Aquilion am ddiffig toiledeg ohyd eisiaeth y digon cyffredin yng Nghymru, ond beth sy'n digwydd i'r adeiladau ar ôl i gynghorau benderfynu cair cymlysterau. Mae'r rhai wedi trawsnewid yn dai, bwyta, siopau ac eraill yn dyfarndau. I would say that that headline mm. is Napalm Disaster at Rhubarb Farm. <laughs> um, the farmer accidentally synthesised a shit ton of napalm. Oh, he'd accidentally been growing napalm so, instead of. Oh, whoops! I've made all this napalm. <laughs> I forgot to make any rhubarb. It was an accident, officer. I just... <laughs> I've made all this napalm. I don't know what to do with it. I just, I just honestly, just oh, I tripped and made uh, twelve gallons of napalm. If you you look at the seeds, napalm seeds look exactly like rhubarb seeds. Oh, it could have happened. Could have happened to me. anyone. That's what that was actually uh, in the US. His involvement in uh, in the Vietnam War. They actually just tried to drop off a lot of rhubarb to him, put his burnt forest down. So, well, where, what are we going to do with all this rhubarb? Like all this yeah, excess yeah, rhubarb? Yeah, let's just drop it in the Vietnamese. And, oh well, we've destroyed their jungles. <laughs> oh well, um, um, I, it, it sounded like the uh, the headline. Mm-hmm. Uh, the start of it they said something about uh, a Chinese takeaway um, <laughs> that was that was sympathetic, and it turned out to be fake. <laughs> a fake Chinese takeaway or uh, fake sympathy uh, it, it, it was a fake Chinese takeaway okay. people were sympathetic towards it um, but it was <laughs> you're trying fake. at least yeah, bless yeah. you I know you're not uh, really Chinese and it's not really food <laughs> and, and, I'm not really taking away it's only eat them and also uh, a bit after that the uh, the newsreader starts to veer off and starts to fact, talk about the fact that going shopping <laughs> you're not oh. Mm, mm, I mean, you're not close, but you've got a word in common. Um, what he actually means is, one of the things we hear about most regularly, or one of the most regular complaints we hear, is how few public toilets there are in Wales. But what happens to these buildings after the council decides to close the facilities? Well, some have been turned into shops, restaurants, ah. and even pubs. Ooh, well, toilets so you, turned into a pub. Yeah, so if you go to... I, can't, I don't know how they can fit an entire pub into a cubicle. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. There's That's... just one table in each cubicle. You can fit one person. <laughs> There's a really um, small pub in Manchester that only has one table in it. It's literally got the bar and one table, and it's underground. Yeah. Um, you can access it from the street. How does that keep running? Um, it, it's like basically kept going largely off novelty. Yeah. Like, and I think they they don't have to pay much council tax. I, it might be listed. Yeah. I think which is largely like you know helps them get away with it and everything. Hmm. I don't really know. Interesting uh, tangent for you there, though. No, it was. There's some cues out the door because it has to be like rotation of like the next last crowd we're in now. Yeah, well, if, if they've ever got like multiple staff on, the place is half full. Should <laughs> <laughs> um, be packed to the door. Uh, so this is the last clip. This is from I think ninety percent of the viewership comes from just the fact they occasionally show live rugby. Um, yeah, right. This is from a rugby match from five years ago now. That I recorded and watch again on a fairly regular basis. Okay, um, so it was a it was a it was a big moment. Yeah, this was a, this was a pretty big moment. Um, can you work out a what the occasion is, or try and work out what the occasion is, and what's happening in the clip I play here? Okay. okay. After test my win, Bishop then quite the gun cover my glan and blame and gale. Oh, then got black news. My prize of the Bartholomew Mass. Um. It wasn't actually a rugby match. What was happening there? It was like some gladiatorial arena that's in the more unregulated parts of Wales. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of things incorporated into these gladiatorial matches. Um, obviously he says something like a dolly binge which, <laughs> it, it, which is sort of like a killing streak but like you're using nothing but dollies and then that sound at the end was like a body getting fed into a wood chipper like that's a, yeah. that was quite an, envir- actually, an environmental kill I was going to say you're absolutely spot on but I don't want to spoil it James oh. what's, your, what's your bet um, what happened there was it was during a rugby match um, and somebody 
uh, from the Welsh side, I'm going to go ahead and say that it was a Welsh game against England. Um, somebody, maybe a big one, like, <laughs> like um, yeah. a Welshman. Yeah. That's his name, Aaron Welshman. A, a Welshman. Uh, best, first in the, the, the yellow pages. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, he picks up the ball and he breaks away and he's making for the try line and then he gets a power up and he just uh, he drops bananas all over the pitch and all the players are just they're, they're tripping and they're flying and they're falling and before you know it, he's he's got the try, he's won the round and he does his victory lap. And comes everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> and that was that like that whirring sound. Yeah, it's got a big mechanical penis. Like, <laughs> like as it spray like fire hosing. It, yeah, it works like a uh, sprinkler system. That's entirely mechanical. That is what I would assume. That is somewhere in between the two. It was actually a gladiatorial match, but afterwards someone did drop bananas and come everywhere. <laughs> actually, it was at the same time. You just come bananas. Um, <laughs> yeah. Painful image. Oh, that sting. That's pretty Isn't much it? a given for Welsh gladiatorial matches. That people drop bananas and come everywhere. It's, it's <laughs> tradition. It's, it's yeah. a great Welsh game. Exactly. Exactly. And that that was actually um, the league, the Magnus League or Proto, whatever it was then, uh, final between the Ospreys, who are the team what I go and do a support of, like, mm-hmm. and Leinster, uh, who the previous week had won the Heineken Cup. And the I heard Heineken, yeah, yeah, uh, which is the big European trophy. Um, and basically, the start of the they said last week. Of course, he's starting the Heineken final. He's come off the bench this week um, for this league final. And then, as Lens have the ball, Andrew Bishop, our old friend from episode twenty-one, hey! makes an interception, runs most of the way, gets tackled, doesn't score. That was what happened. Oh, what, so what was the whirring sound? The whirring sound was just my recording messing up. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I thought I was actually part of it. Like that's what <laughs> something actually occurred. No, during no. The, uh, the match. The reason the game's significant was because the Ospreys won it in the last minute. Oh. Um, way in Dublin again. Yeah. So, this just you sort of like um, patting yourself on the back and like being one of those uh, sports team supporters that sort of like, we beat you last night. Yeah, but this, was, you, this was five years ago. Yeah, yeah, we, we beat you five years ago. You, you got to um, cling to that. You, you oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. It's funny with the rugby coverage on F4C now, I've got to the point where I almost don't watch it with subtitles because sort of I'll hear something in Welsh and it just sounds like gobbledygook. And I don't understand any of the words individually. Which is actually a Welsh but, word. Yeah. But you can generally piece it I'll together. I'll sort of go, yeah, I'll sort of, I'll hear some of those and go, yeah, that was a nice line by Ashley Beck, but I don't think he could have offloaded. <laughs> so I, I now thoroughly understand Welsh rugby jargon, but don't actually speak Welsh. Offloaded. So he did come everywhere. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't think he could have offloaded in this circumstance. Um, but generally, he's it's, it's quite good. He's quite, it's quite good. And I don't even know how those bananas fit through there. But they do. They manage. It's got, a, got a squeeze. Yeah. He's, he's really worked in his power game over the last season. Mm. And then you come bananas. He's been doing kegels. Push a uh, push, push an entire bunch out of your urethra. Yeah. Can you imagine? Do you have any more? No. Oh, is that last of them? No, that's the last one. I really... think James wins by being really close on two of them. So congratulations, you won the well being Welsh game. Good job. I'm basically Welsh. You basically, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty pretty happy with this result. Congratulations, you've you won a citizenship. Do you want to <laughs> do you want to give a speech or win a speech in Welsh? Kill your parents. Kill your parents. Beelzebub. Beelzebub. How's he there? Join the army. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm a Jaffa cake. And before you eat me, I think you should listen to verbal discharge. What colour are Kurt Cobain's eyes? Black. Blue. Oh. <laughs> it blew his brains out. No, because one, one, one blew that way, one blew the other. <laughs> Even though you were pretty much there with the punchline. <laughs> so fucking I think, obvious. I think Ben's version was better. Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yours is more about the eyes, though. I know, I know, like, whereas yours, yours was just like... Straight up, he blew his brains like, out. Like, mine was more sort of a joke in as much as you've got, like... Here's the setup, and here is a play on those yeah, to create yeah. funny circumstance. Yours was here's the setup. Ha ha! Kurt Cobain shot himself. <laughs> it's sort of like how it's like an uh, anti joke. It's like how nowadays neither of David Bowie's eyes are permanently in his head because he's, he's he's deceased. Well, I, I don't yeah. know if he's been cremated or buried or not, but like I think he was cremated. Yeah, 
turned reverted neither, back into Stardust. Neither of his eyes are permanently diluted. Or are they? No, no right. he's not got ice anymore, has he? Probably not. Yeah, you're right. No, have yeah. you checked though? You don't. You yeah. can't confirm this. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Fair yeah. enough. To be fair, he's probably still alive. Mm. It's all conspiracy hoax. theories. All conspiracy hoax. theories. It'll come back in two years. But there's. So, uh, do you remember like, the whole thing about Michael Jackson supposedly not having died? Like, like that, that, those conspiracy theories like died off pretty quickly. Oh, you get loads like of them. Jackson like did. fucking Jim Morrison's supposedly still alive, according to a good amount of people. Is he? Is he fucked? People can't fucking like accept no. that someone is dead. I think so that's that dead. Like, never not. No, David no. Bowie and Alan Rickman and Gene Wilder and Terry Wogan and so on and so forth. They've all ganged together. Yeah. And they're going to come back and take over in the world. In 2017, just a big surprise party. The League of Dead Entertainers. They'll come <laughs> back. They're not even dead. An elaborate hoax. Yeah, but it's, it's just been a, just a big prank on the, the part of the entertainment yeah. industry in 2016. Who would, if you're going to pick a celebrity, pick an entertainment person to overthrow the human race, you want David Bowie to lead it yeah. because he looks like someone who could probably rule the world. Yeah, of And course. Alan Rickman, I mean, one of the greatest screen villains of all time. You just... Drafting cream, hand cream, hand group, hand cream, Franz Kruger, hand creamer, <laughs> hand creamer. Yeah, that's hand just what Welsh rugby player. Um, just constantly hand coming, creamer. Just constantly <laughs> coming. It's not so the Welsh round. Hand, never mind. Hand um, Gruber. Yeah, I think I, th- I can see this. Terry Wogan commentates on the whole thing. Just make sure that everyone oh. knows. <laughs> oh, you thought we were all dead. They got worse. Yeah, I know. The thing is, I, I just... You made the Wogan sound. Oh. The thing was, you did the sound three times, which is when I realised, oh, he can't. He's just doing the Wogan well, I can, I, I can, I can vaguely say Terry Wogan's name in his accent. Go on. Because he's dead. No, <laughs> no. You wouldn't make it well, that just for gas escaping his car. Yeah, he pushed down on his dead Wogan Tommy. <laughs> And you just go, <laughs> <laughs> it's dead Wogan Tommy. No, Wogan. So like, I've, I've realised we've talked about celebrity deaths for the past three episodes now. Yeah. So, so who's died like in the week since? Wait, the... do, I, do I not even get to do Wogan's voice? Oh, go ahead then. Wogan. That's okay. Yeah, That's it's, cool. it's closer. It's closer. But who, who's died this week? Honestly, we're still sort of getting over Gene Wilder. Yeah, oh yeah, true. Yeah, Gene Wilder's died. But then we mentioned him last week. He died just Oh, of course. Don't, I don't, wait, obviously, there's no, not, not any high-profile deaths like none anybody cares about. No. So if you've had a loved one who died in the past <laughs> week, nobody cares. Wait, no, no. there will be there'll be a really obvious celebrity that, that we've missed. Um, Who's Beyonce? Not Bruce Forsyth, anyway, because as, as we keep speculating each episode, he's, he's still not dead. He's never going to die. He's, he's immortal, he must be. I guarantee you, the one episode we stop talking about Bruce Forsyth dying yeah. is the one in which he will die. Let's Come. never mention him again. No, let's not kill Bruce Forsyth. Yeah, let's. I, I, I think it would be kinder for everyone else in the world. Do you remember when we accidentally killed Alan Rickman? Oh, yeah, you spoke about that one episode. Also, what, what about... Bowie. Yeah, the Bowie one. The Bowie one Wait, was who was it? was it? Was it Bowie? Was it Bowie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, right. Bowie was on the compilation episode. Well, I like, did a yeah. David Bowie impression. And then, like, after the day after that compilation came out, Bowie died. Yeah. And you, and I mean, we mentioned this on a episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say 41. Mm. Um, but yeah, you, you sent me a text that morning saying, I blame you for <laughs> putting David Bowie's name in the title. We then in hope put George Osborne's name in the title of the next episode and it didn't work. Ah, oh, what a shame. Well, remember, at least we tried. I remember the text to you was just like, no punctuation, it was literally just, I blame you. <laughs> just, just that morning without context. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that was the thing, I woke up, actually I'm not going to tell this story. If you want to hear me tell, I, word for word what I said in episode 41, listen to episode 41. Put a soundbite of you saying it in this okay. episode. It's my editing even harder for you. Did we accidentally kill David Bowie somehow? I, I wouldn't rule ourselves out. I honestly felt guilty. Um, I had I woke up that morning at about sort of half nine or something on the, the Monday morning, having put the show out the previous evening, and I had one two texts on my phone. One from my mum saying, "David Bowie's dead." You, you better be ready with a verbal discharge cover story. And another <laughs> from Ben Knight, our occasional fourth, me- fourth member who isn't here today, just saying, it's your fault, I blame you. So <laughs> I can't help but feel slightly responsible for killing the, the god and idol that is David Bowie. Whoa, what a great sound by that one. Whoa, Whoa yeah. that was amazing. Wow. Oh, that's, oh, a, oh, that's a blast from the past. Wow. Doc Brown, are you Doc? Because we've gone back in, back to the future, back, back in time. Time back. Mar- Marty. Oh, great Scott. 
I heard you. I heard you what? veering into Rick's voice. No, it, it, what you mean the, the, more like the doc from the old Doc and Marty thing just from Royal used to do. It was like, lick my balls, Marty. Or you gotta suck my dick, Marty. <laughs> well, what well, an episode yeah. that's been. It's been a shorter one. Um, yeah, it has been a short one. Thank you and sorry for your understanding. Um, but if you want, there'll be a longer one next week, of course, because it will be the live show. A live show. Hey, Ooh. once again, uh, Robbie, where, where can they find that? The Maypole Cafe Bar Theatre on Brook Street in Derby. And then, when hey. should they be there? And should, how much will it cost? They should be there at seven or half seven. I forget which half one. Seven. Half seven, and it's going to be five pounds, folks. Uh, it's going to be pretty good. It's verbal discharge is one night degree. We will condense the entire university experience into a few hours. If you've been to university, why not reminisce? If you're going to university, why not see what you're in for? If you've never been to university, fuck it. It's the closest thing you're ever going to get. <laughs> uh, we've also got all kinds of other things. All kinds of wacky, wacky we've jakes. Actually got, coming up shortly, we should hopefully have a guest we can announce on the show live next week. And hopefully he's, he's going to do it. Hopefully, um, there's some doubt suddenly. We thought we had him for a while, and he might not be in anymore. Either way, we might as well just say who it is next week. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll announce who it might be, or can, who it hopefully show, will be. At the live show, you can hear all of that, so why not come along? Um, the thing will go out as a podcast as well, but you'll be missing the whole thing if you're not there in person to see it all. It'll be great um, in person. We'll shake your hands, or we'll give you a, a kiss on the yeah. knee. And as previously and put, put, put a Mr. Men plaster on it. <laughs> and, as, 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 and say, I've warned you about playing with those rough boys. <laughs> as previously promised as well, there'll be a loaf of bread for the person who travels service. Oh yes, all that and more. Um, there's also another live show coming up in November, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, but tickets are on sale now. Do you want to yeah, if you fancy one, giving that a go? You can go to buildwithdishshow.co.uk, click on live shows, and you see a link to buy tickets. So, there's also be more... F- there wasn't a blog post this week, was there? Oh post? shit, no, that was supposed to be me, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, 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 there's going to be one. <laughs> Never mind. Um, there's, there's a whole archive of, of exciting content now on buildwithdishshow.co.uk. And also you can find our Twitter at, at verbdishradio. Or on Facebook at Verbal Discharge. Uh, email things at verbaldischarge.co.uk. Why not send us something? Um, Why not fart into our speak pipe? Do that. Yeah. Do that. Why not? Well, that would be hilarious. All, all the lads will find it really funny. We are the lads. We are the lads. We'll, we'll, we'll clap you and call you a legend. <laughs> yes. We will do that to every single person that farts into the speak pipe. You can find that just on the website um, or on Facebook. There's a link there. Yeah. They, they, they get the honorary title of Absolute Fucking Legend. Yes. Yes, and, we'll and, and dub we'll, the yeah, and we'll be just the gem of school <laughs> forever, but at least for like two days. Yeah, yeah. Everyone mm. sort of like, talks you like like the light you're going sort of like just doing it to sort of make fun of you. Way around, just call it. Oh, legend, mate, legend. Yeah, I know that. I know yeah, that feeling. Yeah. That was that was seven years of school for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're all projecting here. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, ch- ch- cheers. Come to the live show next. Chin chin true, folks. Danke schön. Last word of the show. Does no one want to do it? Conta Kinte. Conta Kinte is that going to be the last word of the show? What does that mean? Conta Kinte was a slave. Was it? Yeah. Was a slave. Wait, he was a slave. Wasn't yeah, it? he was. It's uh, 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 Lavar Burton's character in the NBC series Roots. Yeah. Uh, CBS, NBC. I don't know. What was anyway, it? the last word of the show is Conta Kinte. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Oh no. We'll never find out what the last word of the show is. Why not? Why can't we... Can, can we go on like an epic quest and cover the last word it of the show? It was the last word of the show. Uh, do you know what? I'm not first, really. Last word of the show is Toby Maguire. Can, can, you, can you appoint yourself to the last word of the show? <laughs> last word of the show is... Hey, hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. What's the last word of the show? Last word of the show is um, T- Toby Maguire, Spider-Man. Liar. <laughs> That's the last... <laughs> The fuck is this? I thought, I thought that was it. I thought, I thought liar was the last word of the show. Liar. <laughs>